Welcome to Water is the New Gold for 16 July 2020. As the amazing year 2020 rolls on, giving us constant new exciting surprises. And with me is our Chief Operating Officer, Tom Marchesella, who just put his baby to bed. <laughs> she was cute this time. She snuggles very nicely. No, that's sweet. That's sweet. Um, so, uh, but you know, she needs to get the memo that we have, this is a major news network. I tried to tell her, I said, I got to broadcast eight o'clock and she just was like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right. Blah. Oh, that's cute. Very cute. Well, we have a lot of people tonight, so I'll get right started right away. And I'm going to do my usual, my usual opener. And then I got a little clip to play for you guys. And we'll talk about some of the, all the news that's going on. So this is Water is the New Gold, helping you thrive in the world's only vital, scarce, and recession-proof market. Water does not have recessions. People don't stop using water the way they clearly have been stopping using petroleum. Bloomberg today reported that billions less miles will now be driven because of work from home and the internet. And the accelerant, of course, was the Rona, as some people call it. But it was going to happen anyway. So water, uh, we're not going to stop drinking water. In fact, it's going to grow as population grows. So that's a good thing. All right. I'll give you the usual disclaimers that, again, we are not gods. We try very best, but these are anticipated type statements. Also, if I discuss the current corporate bond offering, it's only for accredited investors and the Securities and Exchange Commission has not passed on the validity of this offering. So with that, I'm going to stop the share for just a moment because I want to turn on the very useful screen optimization for clips. This is a half hour interview that I did on Florida News Network earlier this week, and we've cut it down considerably so that you guys aren't bored and we can get on with some other good news. So here we go. Today, we're actually going to interview Origin Clear CEO Riggs Eckleberry. Riggs Eckleberry is a CEO and co-founder of the company. Now, Origin Clear is a company that focuses on wastewater management or wastewater treatment. They, they use machines and their niche is actually point of use water treatment. They're actually able to bring their equipment to the point of use and go ahead and treat the water right there on site. Only one fifth of the whole of the dirty water in the world is being treated at all. And the remaining four fifths is just like, well, whatever. And even so is a trillion dollar industry. So a trillion dollar industry that's only treating one fifth of the water means that there's potential to grow. We specialize mm -hmm. in modular prepackaged prefab water systems that go to local businesses, not the hyper municipal. And how, how many of those companies are there out there given, given that kind of scope of, of service? Well, it was cool because um, a, a wastewater report just came out last week and it listed you know, the top six and we were among them. It's kind of cool. Um, but <laughs> so we are starting to get noticed because it's a niche that is really more and more important. But it's a funny thing about tech generations is that each generation got smaller and was disdained by the previous company because it would destroy their sales figures and right. are cheaper. And literally the next generation came from the engineers that were basically ignored in the old company and that created the next. And that's kind of what we're the birth mm. of the new smallest beautiful water treatment, which is gonna be, I believe the future of water treatment in the world and a way that we can actually steward the water better. 
I like that you use the, the word steward there. That's actually a, a great way to look at it. Given you guys' work in the different industries, is that is that your company's mission? Is it more so from a service standpoint or is it more so from a commerce standpoint? That's a very good question. In fact, so many of my of the stockholders, Origin Clear stockholders, say, "Riggs, I, I'm invested. I want to make money, but please, what you're doing is a mission. You know, we're with you. Um, they're incredibly patient. They're the most supportive investors I could ask for. So, yes, there's a sense of mission in what we do. And I submit to you that the world is no longer going to tolerate a high death toll from any flu. Back in the early part of this year, when we saw Wuhan shut down, we're like, "Uh oh." Houston, we have a problem. And we then realized that we had to speed up the pace of water treatment in the world. That's when we evolved this idea of, wait a minute, what about if we transformed funding of water treatment? And we had a realization like, wait a minute, as an investor, you and I can invest in oil and gas, uh, real estate, uh, solar. Water has never done that because it was too big, but now it's small. So guess what? How about we get Ordinary investors, people who want to put in $50,000, $100,000 or, or, or group together into a syndicate to do a million dollar deal to directly fund water equipment and bypass Wall Street. All of a sudden we found people love the idea. And so we created something called Investor Water, which is a marketplace where people will ultimately be able to invest in water equipment. Big disclaimer, we're not offering that today. There's all kinds of regulation around that. What we're doing is we're building that capability we call it an Airbnb for water. It's the same kind of concept. And so people can invest in origin clear. My expectation is that in 2021, people will be able to, for the first time ever, invest in water equipment as ordinary individuals. Origin clear all by itself will never fix the water industry. Not even the biggest guys can. It's, it's a trillion dollar industry and it's even that it's tiny. So compared to what it could be. So how do we transform it? Marketplaces, right? You make mm -hmm. it possible for people to meet, oh, a 200 home uh, development project in Alpharetta, Georgia, that's off the grid and they don't, they can't connect to sewage. They need their own closed circuit uh, sewage treatment system. Great, here's an investor, get it done. Thank you very much, quarter million dollars. Great return for the investor. The HOA, the Home Owners Association makes out fine. Everybody's happy. We think that can scale up incredibly well. Wow, that was a mouthful. <laughs> you broached the idea of, that sort of, sort of micro concept of investing in water. Um, I did want to ask you, how do you balance that with the common conventional statement or maxim that water is scarce? Like, how do you kind of present it as an investment vehicle for a resource that's considered scarce? Well, water is scarce, you could say, except remember that only a tiny minority of, of the dirty water is being treated and the rest is being thrown away. We're being incredibly uh, wasteful when it comes to water. Look at recycling rates. For example, Israel recycles almost 90% of its water. The second in the world is Spain with 20%. The US is at 1%, right? Why is it 1%? Because we have these hyper huge water treatment plants. And when it goes downstream to that plant, it's not coming back. They don't have two-way pipes coming back to the homes. But if we're treating it at the home or the business or the industry, or the agriculture, then we can reuse it there. And that way we get more usage out of it. We get recycling rates go way up, number one. So more water available because local treatment, more water available because more water is cleaned up and not made dirty. People talk to me about desalination, but I would say that is a last step. Why? Because it's super expensive for energy and for money. There's other things we can do. 
Uh, and that's actually one of the questions I wanted to ask you, because when when I first began to hear about the scarcity of oil, I was like, the Pacific Ocean is huge. <laughs> you know, just as a lay person, not, you know, fully in touch with the science per se, but I was like, you know, we, we have access to our oceans. Don't get me wrong. That doesn't exempt us from being responsible. That keyword that you used sure. earlier about being stewards of the water that we're using. But thank you for breaking down um, desalinization and, and why that's not necessarily the best first option. You know, definitely appreciate you uh, explaining that. So given the, the point of use then, is it yes. a matter for, for your company, is it a matter of increasing the, the number of facilities that are using your technology to be able to do that? Is that basically the ultimate goal? As a water company, you represent an end user, like let's say that, that, that HOA in Alpharetta, Georgia, and you're the water company, you go, oh, let's, let's list this up on Investor Water because we think that there can be a, uh, an investor. When, when they gets listed, we look at the offering and go, okay, did this company, this water company propose the right technology? Another company might not have the mobile technology down. And so we go, no problem, you can license ours. It gives us the opportunity to kind of be a company store, right? Got you. And that's actually a perfect segue into one of the other questions I had for you. You guys welcome licensees and, and partnerships and kind of talk about the difference between the two, because I think there's, there's a slight difference. The licensing that we do it has been classically our original filter, filterless technology, the zapping zapping the organic molecules. Then partnerships. Well, for example, we're, we're entering a partnership right now with the people who run a very interesting company that's uh, number three in the Florida top 250. And they're excited. They were literally, when they came along, they said, oh my gosh, the next thing we were going to do was water. We, we, we did real wow. estate. Now we're on the Inc. 500, we're in the Florida 250, wow. and now we wanted to do water. Marriage made in heaven. So that's a partnership where we're actually going to gain a huge amount of footprint internationally. Awesome. And then very lastly, just kind of talk about perhaps the, the most meaningful part of the work that you do. It happened, for example, a few months ago with a, a very high level um, hotel group, and they, they'd seen that we had modular systems and they say, yeah, I want one of those modular things. And it turned out that they were looking at pure water, not just in those bottles in the bureau, but everywhere in the shower, in the kitchen, the entire water supply in the hotel would be pure. They also wanted to treat the gray water, that is the shower water and so forth, mm -hmm. to water the shrubbery. And they wanted to also treat the water going out to the municipality, they wanted to do it all. And I'm happy to say that that is finally happening. They, they literally are finally at the contract stage with us. When people put up their hand and say, I want what you've got, mm -hmm. and then we deliver it, that to me is, it's a great moment. Awesome, thank you for sharing that because that also, that also answered one of my other questions, which is when you do your water treatment, does it only stop at irrigation quality? Because you know, even even here locally, you know, doing tours of different water treatment plants, mm -hmm. usually it stops at irrigation. It doesn't. I don't usually hear about when the water is able to be treated to the point where it is fit for human consumption again, or even fit to use as shower water. When the water goes dirty down to the city, it releases gases and it creates a carbon problem. And so, if you treat it right where you are, we've proven we've done a case study where, sure enough it reduces the carbon footprint, which is unexpected for water treatment, isn't it? Absolutely. So thank you so much for breaking all of that down for us and kind of giving us a peek into that, into that industry. Cause like you said, you know, most, most folks are, you know, 
they they have an idea, but not the details of it. So thank you so much for coming on the show. But thank you for giving me this time and for the wonderful questions you asked. So yeah, you know, there's a, a bunch of stuff to unpack from this conversation. As you saw, the this is a win that Tom had this week that uh, months ago, really. It was a great story because Tom, as you recall, we were contacted by this high premium hotel chain and they, they said, I want, we want that, that what thing you have. And so we realized that the modular water systems concept was very, very powerful. Then what came the months of dealing with them and you're now finally clicking into contract. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, it takes a little while for certain things because remember the, a lot of times these contracts are connected to the construction process. So mm-hmm. when you're building a building from scratch and you got to, scratch the dirt up and then put the concrete down. And then eventually you come in and put some steel in and then we're waiting still cause it's like another year. And then they're starting to put the building systems together. And that's when, you know, the water systems kind of come into the mix. So it takes a while when you're doing a multi hundred unit uh, hotel space. The good news is that uh, it will become a, a marquee class, uh, client of ours in a little while, you know, obviously it's, it can't be talked about specifically, but what's cool about it was the case study we did, we did at the time, which disclosed that we can actually affect climate change. And I didn't realize this until Dan Early, you know, did the study and pointed it out to us that there is greenhouse gases being released because it's being sent down and there's releases of, of all these gases. And that's the old school method. This takes care of it on the spot and is actually carbon benefit, which is cool. Yeah, and there's a lot more pieces to it than just that. It's the carbon aspect that was a surprise. Like you said, we really weren't going into it looking for that part of it at first. Mm-hmm. You know, Dan was so smart, he, he brought that up and let us know we're really reducing the footprint. You know, because when you think about it, it's like if you're treating your water on site at a building, like a hotel or something, you're essentially managing the full ecosystem of, of environmental issues at the site, which mm-hmm. as opposed to pushing it all downstream. Because that's what people do. They push it downstream. And downstream, in this case, tends to be the municipality, the city, right? And the city is us. <laughs> it's you. It's me. It's the other person that paid taxes. And so then, and so one person who generally has water on site instead dumps it over to the city and makes like everybody else sort of responsible for it and then pushes it downstream, literally miles and miles, to where now the water that was at location A ends up at location B, C, and D, and they've got to go deal with it. It might even be, not be the same city. It's kind of not fair when you think about it. It's, it's idiotic. <laughs> it's and you see those big ponds, big circular ponds. Well, that's all ways that carbon greenhouse gases are escaping. So if we can do it right, that's part of the win. You know, I was brought to mind a couple of days ago, I saw Elon Musk's speech at the commencement of Caltech a few years mm. ago. Amazing. I strongly recommend that, that to watch that. It's, it's what an amazing story. And he tells the story about when he wanted to start SpaceX <laughs> and people said, no, you're crazy. And one friend of his came and played consecutive shots of rockets blowing up to try and tell him not to do it. And he says, yeah, it was kind of like that too. The first two did blow up. But what, what, what it really comes to mind, Tom, is that this marketplace concept is one of those who to thunk and people are like, well, really? Uh, and the strange thing is, is now it's starting to gain currency. This idea is like happening. You know, I, I teased this, um, 
you know, this group that, that, that came to us that we've been talking to for the last week or so about their interest in helping us. And I unfortunately cannot get into specific names in this show. I, d- I discussed them on the uh, Florida National News. But what they have is a concept of direct investment into real estate by people like you and me, which is very similar to what we're doing for water. And they had been looking for somebody to do it with in water. And like so many other people who talked to water companies, they were disappointed, which is great. It makes us look good, right? So they talked to some other water company and they, they, it was a very generous offer the other water company gave them. And yet it just didn't click, it wasn't right. And we know that the water industry is old fashioned. Rightly or wrongly, that's what it is. Well, they loved you know, how fast we moved, how responsive we were, how we understand doing the exact same thing they do. And so they're rolling out worldwide a water version of what they already did to put them on the Inc. 500 for real estate. And that- yeah, I, I agree, like, that, that's exciting, right? Because you're, you're innovating in an area that hasn't seen a lot of innovation. And they need no. it, they need it a lot. No question about it. The other part is, uh, before we get on to your interesting little angle, today we had a meeting about the trailer park project, which is moving very quickly. And what's happening is, uh, like all projects, it's growing. Scope creep, right? So we had the Ponsta, that was last week, the Ponsta. And we know what the, their Ponsta, I think I can say it on, on, on the show, will be $50,000, but it'll be very affordable. So they don't have to worry about that. But roughly doubling it is a bunch of other things like a pump station and so forth in the property. And so we're now deep in the weeds with that to give them just one single package because it's very important that our end users not have a complicated, that they not go, who do I call? And, you know, one-stop shop. We're now putting together the, the full package and then tomorrow we're talking with the investor to bring her up to date. And so this thing is coming to a close. It always seems like it takes forever, but I think we're making very good progress there. Going well, actually. I mean, the, the truth of the matter is, you know, we, we have a very nice family that owns that and they have a, a fairly straightforward issue, to be honest with you, that many owners of these trailer parks have. And our equipment is not, you know, it's not simple by any measure, but it's, at least it's explainable, you know? And so we're trying to explain our technical jargon to them sometimes when they're like, can you just make it work? And we're like, I'll just make it work. No problem. Don't worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> well, that's, the, you know, being in the decentralized world of on-site water treatment, it's really about talking to business people who just say, you know, save me all the stuff, the water cooler stuff about blah, 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 and just deliver a product. And it's very different from being in municipalities where they make their career out of that. And it's two different worlds. So uh, what have you, you were, you watched a show this week. Tell us about that. Oh yeah, no problem. You want, you want to give me a screen share? I'll, I'll throw totally. it Totally. Absolutely. You, you can screen share. All right. So, so I, you know, my wife and I, we, we like to binge watch some Netflix like everybody else. Cause Hey, we're stuck in the house, you know, during Corona and whatnot. And um, so my wife starts telling me, she's like, Oh my God, all my friends are watching this new show by Zach Efron. Uh-huh. Cause he's so cute. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God, that's what I need to hear. Cause I'm totally not interested now. Cause it's like Zach Efron's cute. And then I'm like, but what's the show? Right. And she goes, no, it's about water. You got to watch it with me tonight. And I'm like, so she gives me this link and it's called down to earth 
with Zach Efron. And I'm like, okay, this sounds cool. Let me see what it is we are all talking about. I actually watched this show and I love it. It's fantastic. It's like, oh my God, this is a great show and I really want everybody to watch it. It's, it's super fun. And so Zach Efron, the, the celebrity, it goes and does like this kind of fun travel show and he goes to France uh, with, with this other doctor gentleman and they visit Paris and they actually go through the entire process of how does Paris get its water, its drinking water. And it basically goes to the actual water processing plant and they show how they're supplying water for the entire city for free, clean and, and not using chemicals because they're using things like ozone and they're oxygenating the water and they're also doing filtration on site and they're uh, doing ultraviolet for disinfection. And they, they show the whole thing on video and it's really fun to watch and it's actually really interesting. And so the other cool thing about it, they also showed this map, which I, you maybe see this thing, a bunch of little green dots. And these are all the, the filling stations. You can walk around anywhere in Paris and there's a little app and you can find a filling station at any of these spots and bring your water bottle and just you know put it under there and get oh perfectly wonderful, clean, crisp water. You can even get sparkling water. Oh you, no, that's so yeah, cool. You, you can get seltzer water right there too. They carbonate it. It's pretty sick. It's like, that is so cool, right? And I'm like super stoked about uh, the show. I thought it was super fun, right? And uh, I think it's worth showing because I was actually thinking about this. You and I talk about these topics all the time. Mm -hmm. And we're always trying to explain, like, why is it important to treat your water? You know, why? What's important about disinfecting water so there's no bacteria? What's important about polishing water? What's important about making sure that it's filtered so you take out the big particles and, you know, <laughs> leave some of the minerals that are important in there? And uh, this, the show actually helped explain that a little bit in a sensible way, you know, which I thought was super cool. And then well, not only like that, it really tells me I need to go back to Paris because I have I had not seen that in a long time. Go so. back to Paris is cool. I love Paris. Please <laughs> go see the Louvre, you know, whatever. So. Right. But the other thing that was super cool in the show is they actually, in the beginning, they're up in LA, you know, in your old neck of the woods, and they're doing a water tasting with a water sommelier. So I thought, you know, I am going to start my own water tasting. So I have some Norwegian water. I've got some Icelandic water here. I've got some Italian water. And of course, I got some good old Florida water. Now, all these waters are basically spring waters and or aquifer waters because that's what you want. You want, to, you want ones that actually come out of the ground that still have some mineral in them. Right. And in our world, we call that TDS, right? Which is total dissolved solids. So right. the total dissolved solids when we're doing our work tells you, I want to clean the water, but I want to still leave some of the good stuff in there, which is the, the good stuff. And, and that could be things like magnesium or iron or you know, calcium, like normal stuff that's in there. So when, when you like, you know, if I want to drink the, the water of Thor from Norway, uh, you know, mm, that's some good water, right? That's some glacier water right there bottled up for me, you know? So it's like, you know, you're basically trying to taste test these different concepts of water to see, can you tell the difference? And the truth is you mostly you'll tell the difference if the TDS levels are different because mm -hmm. that'll determine which minerals are there. And each country has their own because of their rock formations or their groundwater system and so forth. And I think it's like a fun thing. So I was, I was thinking what we should do is like try to have a little bit of like a water competition maybe. Let's, let's see where the best water is coming from nowadays. Now, obviously, I showed you bottles, which, you know, I'm not a big fan of bottled water because that's stupid and polluting and all that. But in this instance, I didn't have a lot of choice to, to demonstrate what I was trying to say. 
but the the concept would be like you know I think there's a there's a chance to say you know how how good is your water because it's a real question I think it's an easy thing to ask. No, and I agree. And and uh, our PR agency is very excited about it. They we think that there's maybe a water challenge that can come out of this. You know, we're obviously focused on on the water marketplace, but at the same time, you know, we have a duty to maybe spotlight the good water in the world and and uh, see who's got the good stuff. So <laughs> there it goes. This, this Icelandic water is, is quite thick, actually. It's interesting. It has got a lot of um, legs, as we say in the wine industry. This water's got some legs. It's it's quite good, actually. It's, it's not <laughs> I'm not sure about it's that one. Rather forward with an embarrassing humility. Rather forward. I'm going to go with this Italian one this time. How about that? I can taste something in there. It's got some different taste. Nice. It's not much. It's very minute, and my taste buds aren't that great. I mean, but whatever. I'm sorry somebody's out there that's going to do much, much better job. Oh, we got our Florida water. Do you think the Florida water can defeat these international leaders? Ooh, that's a hearty water. It's got some taste. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with the Norway water. I'm going, I'm staying there. I think Thor wins. <laughs> well, so the reason I brought it up is because I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, kind of looking for a little bit of um, feedback from the audience as to whether you guys think it's a good idea to do a water challenge. And I think, um, I, I think we may have, we may have a winner. So, and going to Paris, I think is a very important part of the challenge to say. Okay. Must go to Paris. So you can go to Lourdes. That was, they showed it on the, on the show. You'll see, cause it's supposedly healing water. Besides uh -huh. many miracles. Wonderful. Well, we've, we've made it short and sweet this, this time. And I tell you that in the coming week, we expect to uh, fully announce the, this partnership that is really a mind blower. Kurush says it's great for publicity on the water challenge. And he goes like that, which I agree. So thank you. And so what, what we will have in concept, and you'll, you will see the announcement this week, will be that these, these people who've done amazingly on the Inc. 500 doing direct investment in real estate and have an international network now want to do the same thing for water. And this is, I'm humbled. I'm amazed. They, they are very powerful in terms of their intention and they do it also for good. In other words, it's a, it's, it's actually doing good by doing well. So you're actually helping people get into homes. And again, this will help people get better water and also make money from it in the process. So, I can't wait to be able to announce it to you guys. I'm so excited. It's I'm on the edge of my seat. I really, really wanted to get into the specifics of it, but my PR people said, don't spoil it. So I'm like, don't spoil it. <laughs> it won't be spoiling. Can you instead tease yeah. them with something that, that makes them understand the relevance of why this is a big deal? Put it in perspective. Thank you. So I, th I, think, I think we've done enough horsing around. Thank you, everyone. It's been a great show. D says, wow. Thank you. I tell you, this, this is going to be a big step forward. So stay tuned. You'll, he you'll see the announcement. And then next Thursday, we hope to have these people on the show. And I think you will find it very, very enlightening. Thank you all. Good night. Thank you, Tom. And I'll see you next week. Enjoy your weekend.